You're listening to the Running Around Charlotte podcast presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Pinnacle Financial Partners and Ally. They may not be able to help you hit your mile splits, but Ally can help you plan for the future. Explore all the ways you can map out your financial goals with Ally at ally.com. Ally, a proud sponsor of the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and athletes everywhere. Now, here are your hosts for the Running Around Charlotte podcast, Tim Rhodes and DC Lucchese. This week on the Running Around Charlotte podcast, we are talking to Elena Williams from the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Elena has served as the festival and expo director for the last couple of years, and she's here to answer some of your questions about what it takes to host a marathon, as well as the impact the Charlotte Marathon is having on the Queen City. Elena, welcome. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are y'all? We're excited to be here. No, you you look great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a blank screen. DC Lucchese, good day, my friend. Good day. So, Elena, um, we met uh, a couple years ago. I think it was two or three years ago. doesn't matter. But um, it's been an exciting uh, ride so far. Um, And you reached out because you had some background in producing events. Give us a little bit of uh, that background and where you've been and how you arrived in Charlotte and uh, who Elena Williams is on the professional side of things. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. Charlotte is stop, I don't know, 57 for us. We've moved <laughs> around quite a bit um, and have had the ability um, and the blessings, I guess, to see lots of the country um, in Atlanta and New York City and San Francisco and Rhode Island. We've been around for a little bit. Um, but in you know, a past life, I was uh, in high volume food and beverage and stadiums, arenas, um, I used to plan weddings for a long time too. So that was exciting. That sounds awesome. um, but recently the past, you know, handful of years, it's been uh, large scale um, sporting events, um, New York city marathon, San Francisco and Berkeley. And now here in our wonderful queen city. So how did you end up in Charlotte after all of those places, New York city, West coast? Uh, I think you started in Georgia. How did you end up in Charlotte? Yep. yep. Um, so my husband is in the golf business, um, and you know, as many places as you can run, you can also golf. So we were lucky enough to go to, um, he kept getting transferred. So New York, it was and California it was, and here we are now in, um, South Carolina, South of Charlotte, so lots of golf. Right. And lots of running. Yeah. So when you won the New York City Marathon that year and decided that you get into <laughs> event production on that side, yep. of it, how did that all go down? Um. Yeah. So the New York City Marathon. Um. You know, I had the opportunity to take a position with them and produce all of their. Um. Well, not all of them, but many of their experiential events. Mm-hmm. Um. Fundraising events, team for kids, and um, other charitable um, events uh, with in the in and around the marathon um as well as all the other weekly events we did through the year so lots of different half marathons and 10ks and minis and mile dash and all of the other ones so and then same thing in san francisco when we moved out there i got hooked up with that crew out there in the san francisco marathon and the berkeley half and um produced some things out there 
And um, for those who don't know, the New York City Marathon is produced by the New York Roadrunners Club. Um, that is quite an organization, isn't it? Yes. Yes, that is a um, large, well-run um, nonprofit that produces all of um, these races. And it's really like a sight to be seen when you have, it takes a lot of people to produce events in general um, mm-hmm. and takes a lot of people to produce um, races of that caliber caliber um, from the guys setting cones and painting lines, um, delineators, you know, and then there's a whole team um, that was part of my team that it was just how we fed everybody, you know, because staff needs coffee and breakfast and lunch and dinners and got to keep everybody's bellies full to keep the team going. It's a long day. I was, I was watching. (laughs) Well, it's a long day. I've had the pleasure of running New York city once and I know they start very early in the morning. The race doesn't start till something like 10 o'clock, depending on which wave you're in. And you're out on Staten Island, and there's this huge transportation mm-hmm. effort to get everybody out there. Yeah. And there's also probably a 500 UPS trucks, and one of those is your bag check truck. And then... You know, so you're, <laughs> whatever time they start in the morning, the race starts at 10 and there's several waves. Last runner probably doesn't get in till six o'clock and then it's time to strike everything. And in the meantime, everything that, you know, happened over in Staten Island, a lot of that stuff needs to get over to Central Park, the the UPS. Tri- I mean, it's just it, it. I'm sure it's at least a 24 hour day for some people. Oh, yes. And take into consideration that it's always daylight saving change. So you get an extra hour in there. So every Sunday morning at 2 a.m., you back it up and you gain an hour. So many of that crew. (laughs) Deja vu. (laughs) Deja vu. Yeah. Still 2 o'clock. Many of that crew uh, sees like 36 hours out there in Staten Island. It's a long, it's it's a lot, but a lot of fun. So tell us about the, the Charlotte Marathon um, partner, you know, obviously great partnership with Novant Health, um, kind of an effort to um, bring more to the forefront, the fundraising um, uh, aspect of, of what we do. Can you talk about that a little bit? Absolutely. So um, our wonderful partner, partners at Novant Health, um, our fundraising arm is the Novant Health Hemby Children's Hospital. Um, and we have a wonderful group that raises money directly to and for Hemby Children's Hospital. Um, and this year, I mean, just did a phenomenal job. Uh, we created um, Team Hemby, which was kind of a um, dedicated group of fundraisers who were raising money. Um, and there were some perks along with that uh, raising money. Um, there were special start corrals and some fun swag. Um, definitely trying to be part of the team. But that group raised um, $50,000 on their own. Um, and then we were able to uh, donate to the Hemby Children's Hospital over $100,000, which is really something special that this group um was able to do that. And all of our runners and participants and partners were able to support us in a hundred grand, which is a lot 
a wonderful money and a lot of energy that went into raising that money for him be this year. Yeah, yeah. Tim had to warm up before he could hold that big check, man. It was <laughs> a big deal, man. He was like, stretch me out a little bit, bro. Yeah. Stretch yeah. me out a little bit. <laughs> but we you know, we we are we are so fortunate to have um the the runners and in this year we mm-hmm. it was really a stake in the ground, right? You know, it was a yep. an opportunity yep. for us to learn how to do fundraising through participation and the participants kind of trying to figure out what this team Hemby thing meant. Um, the, the goal was $262, right? So if you donate, Mm -hmm. whether you write the check or you go out and fundraise and get your neighbors to sponsor you a buck a mile or whatever, um, you know, it's $262 and you're part of team Hemby. And with that comes some, some perks and benefits. And, uh, you know, I had the pleasure at the check presentation of meeting the top fundraiser and hearing his story. And he was motivated yeah. because his son was in the neonatal intensive care unit at Hemby um, when he was born. And just a very heartwarming and touching story. Um, and you could tell when he was telling the story um, of his journey with with his wife and his son how much it meant to him to be able to give back. And it's just uh, it was it was very powerful. Yeah. I mean, Hemby does really wonderful things for, you know, the local um, children and the support that they have. And it's wonderful for us to be able to support that and then see our participants who have been patients or have families that were um, involved in that um, kind of a full circle thing to be able to see that, which is really nice. So um, shifting gears a little bit, your role for the last couple of years has been uh, Expo and finish line festival director kind of go hand in hand a little bit, but they're actually two separate events on two days, right? The expos on Friday and the finish line festival is obviously on Saturday, which is race day. Um, talk to us a little bit about that and kind of what the challenges are in putting all of that together where we started, where we're going. I know um, this last year, what in 2021, beautiful day, outdoor festival, expo, excuse me, outdoor expo on Friday. Mm-hmm. This year we had a little bit of rain and a little bit of wind, tongue in cheek. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, depends on what your perspective is, right? <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I'm sure many listeners are like, all right, I'm, I'm waiting to hear where we go from here. And right. if it's outside again, I'm not going to be happy. So kind of talk about all of that and, and your involvement and your th- kind of the creative mind of Elena Williams and what you think about and how you put these things together. Yeah. Well, we know that especially with Expo, there has to be a transaction, right? We need all of our participants to come and pick up uh, T-shirt, bib, your relay packets, you know, whatever else you need. However, um, my kind of goal is that we throw a party uh, and we make it fun and we make it interactive, um, you know, have great vendors that are interesting, um, that our participants and runners want to see, go visit, get a chashki from um, and learn more about. Um, you know, when you make decisions to host things outside, you throw it into the air and it'll rain or it's not going <laughs> to rain. Yeah, we can yeah. control a whole lot. Um, but that is not something I've figured out how to control yet. Um, <laughs> when I, when Put I, that on that list, out, right? share. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I think that, you know, we, you know, two years ago over at NODA, we had a great party. Um, you know, this year at Victoria Yards, uh, right in the middle of uptown, um, 
minus a hurricane was pretty awesome. Um, and I think moving forward, you know, how do we continue to throw good parties? How do we make it uh, easy for our participants and runners to get to us, get what they need, um, enjoy if they want, or come and get their things and leave if they want, um, you know, but looking forward into the next few years, where do we go? What do we want? It's all up for um, planning and discussion currently. Sure. Oh, yeah. And, and I think one of the challenges, and I've, I've worked with you a little bit on this, is trying to find a location that you can you can put some some roots down and stay yep. for a couple of years. And it, it it's hard to do when you're not the biggest event in the world compared to an out-of-town convention that's going to bring 5,000 attendees. So the convention center is obviously going to... Um, want to participate in that and um, you know the the marathon which is by and large local and somewhat regional um, and we don't take up as much room we don't have the food and beverage we don't have the multi-day with you know Mm -hmm. av and stuff like that so it it it's like all right where's where's the right place for us that we can be for the next four to five years for sure and maybe beyond but there's just not a, as much space for events like that as you would think in Charlotte. Right. Yeah. That's the thing, right? It's like, yeah. you think of it, oh, I can see it, but it's like, it doesn't really, it is, there's not one here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, so I look forward to your creativity. <laughs> so Yeah. And Charlotte is growing so oh, yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. So maybe what did exist doesn't, or it's being redeveloped. Or, you know, like Tim mentioned, we are seeing just such an influx of large citywide events coming in, Mm -hmm. taking advantage of the convention center um, and like the easy flights in and out. So, you know, Mm -hmm. some more digging and uh, we'll find us a good home. Oh, yeah. So the real real opportunity in there is for for somebody to swoop in and find something that that hits that, you know, that five to ten thousand attendee event. Right and can house them because if you got something really big, we got you. If you got something really small, we got you. It's that. Yep. <laughs> Where's the fairway there? So yeah, yeah. So if anybody, <laughs> if anybody <laughs> knows of a, you know, fifteen to twenty thousand square foot, uh, absolutely space that's kind of open concept where uh, with good transportation and good parking, right? Being uptown at Victoria Yards was fantastic because we were right off the 7th Street Station. Um, Lots of parking. Plenty Mm -hmm. of parking in uptown. So um, talk about a little bit, um, you know, where, you know, we've talked uh, uh, some of the past, but let's look into the future. What do you see? Um, going to make this very open-ended. What do you, what do you see for the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon in the, the coming years? And if we don't like your answer, we'll just edit it out. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. Um, bigger. Yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we have, um, a wonderful opportunity to get bigger, mm-hmm. uh, not only in, participant growth, uh, partnership growth, community growth, um, growth in six pack growth in marathon. Um, also how do we make this event something that people just want to come see and check out? Like, you know, you don't have to come, um, 
necessarily run it, but come check it out. And then maybe you'll run it next year. Uh, you know, we got a 5K, half marathon, full marathon, two versions of a relay. We got a little something for everybody. But how do we get it to be bigger? More participants, more spectators, all of it. How do we, yeah. you know, make, you know, we, as Tim mentioned, we're a local and regional event, but let's get bigger. We had how many people from 44 states, 47 46 states, states. Yeah. 46, 46 states, states and eight countries. Yeah. There we go. Um, well, we got a few more states to knock off that list and we'll be good to go. And then, you know, some more countries. So we just need to get bigger in all areas. Yeah. And to, to be fair, the, you know, a lot of the states that are represented are, are states that are sending the 50 state marathon clubbers, right. That are coming from mm -hmm. two from Oregon because they want to check North Carolina yeah. off the list, so forth and so on. And I don't think Charlotte's ever going to be that large national scale event, but I think it can be a great regional event and, and, you know, some of the growth is probably local, but I think some of the growth is also from, um, you know, you draw a 250 mile radius around Charlotte. And I think, I think that's really where the potential is for us to, to bring runners in. And, um, so I, you know, I, I agree bigger is important, but I, I think there are ways in which we can improve too. You know, I, we read the, the comments mm -hmm. and, and we take those comments seriously by and large, they're positive comments and they're complimentary, but there are also some in there that are, um, perspectives that like for me, a lot of blind spots, like, Oh, I, I never really realized that I didn't know there was a line for the porta johns or the line for the restrooms mm -hmm. or a line yeah. for, and you know, lines are part of the deal sometimes, yeah. but you know, if we can alleviate some of the pinch points for participants, we certainly want to make it a great experience. And I, I've said this before, we, we might not and probably can't ever be the biggest marathon, but we can be the best. That's yeah. not, that's not a, that's not a goal that's unattainable. No. Well, and to your point, Tim, like, you know, we read all the comments, you know, and if it's a problem for one person, probably, you know, a handful were affected by it as well, whether it was, you know, something out on course or something at start or within registration, you know, and we can, you know, nothing's ever perfect. So we're always trying to make it better, better experience, better, you know, easier, faster, more efficient for everybody. So we can always, there's always something to improve always. Yeah, so. for sure. And I, I think a lot of that, um, for, for me is experiential and, you know, I think about reasons that people participate in events and I, I kind of think it, it comes down to three categories. Either you're there because you want to support a cause and, you know, race for the cure is probably mm -hmm. the easiest example to think of. Like most of those participants aren't runners. They're there because they've been affected by breast cancer and they're out there for the cause. They're there for the competition, which is, <clears throat> you know, some of the bigger races that have mm -hmm. prize purses and so forth and so on, or they're there for the experience. And I think, delivering that experience is our number one goal is to to make sure that people have a great time from the time that they consider us and look at our website uh, mm -hmm. to the time they they you know get their photos and mm -hmm. yeah. um, their results 
post-race and and obviously the post-race expo is part of that and provide you know providing it all along the course you know making sure i was out on the course this year and I was just amazed at the the number of people in Noda and Plaza Midwood that were out throwing parties. <laughs> so, Nothing wrong with that, man. I'm, no, um, <laughs> I'm zero percent opposed to that. There are so many so many areas that um, that Charlotte has come out and supported the event, mm-hmm. and it it really makes it a a fun event. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of the one of the groups has a a band and a wall and a keg, and they have a good old time. I'd be willing right. to bet they have more than one keg. I, yeah. I, didn't. I yeah. Well, yeah. I'm 0% opposed to that. So. No. So <laughs> if, voting in favor of all of that. If there were something you could say to, let's say somebody's listening in there and they're it's like, you know, I've, I've run Chicago and checked that box and I've run Marine Corps and I've checked that box or Kiowa, whatever it is. And they've never participated in, the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon or Half Marathon or Relay or 5K, um, what, would you t- <laughs> what would you tell them uh, it, to, to entice them and, and invite them to participate? The registration is open now. <laughs> Registration's open now. <laughs> I would tell them yeah. that. <laughs> Registration's open now. <laughs> I think we have a consensus here. <laughs> The Charlotte Marathon.com. Right. Exactly. <laughs> the low, the, literally, the lowest prices through the remainder of the year are right now. So, correct. <laughs> if you're listening to this, that's that's what I would tell them. Yeah. Um, I think in general, the Charlotte Marathon and all of the distances, <clears throat> you know, you start in uptown, you run through all of the neighborhoods, you run through all, you know, most of the beautiful greenways, you get to see the city, and then you finish right back in uptown. Um, You know, you get to see the beautiful city. There's always a ton of people out in neighborhoods and at the start and finish line. Um, You know, it's a beautiful, you know, November, Saturday. It's just a good time. It's a good experience. Um, regardless of if you're trying to, you know, beat the clock, hit a PR, you know, or just out, like you said, supporting a cause um, or a part of Team Himby, it's a good time, you know, and you see all of those runners mm-hmm. come across the finish line um, and it never fails. I mean, you know, we've been at, all of us have been at quite a few finish lines and still to this day, you just watch people come across that finish line and it still makes me like all like, teary and you know people have trained and you know done Mm -hmm. all of these things it's just a really um it's a good time. Yeah, sure. and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll pile on to that, Elena. With I know we were joking about the whole registration is open now thing, but it's true. It's an actual fact. But but if I were to tell somebody a thing, you know, about the event, I would say prepare yourself for what, in my mind, feels like a very personal marathon experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? it's it's not yeah. that it's like you know you may not know everybody there, but you're going to know some people there and you may not know everybody along the finish line and the shoot, but you're going to hear your name. You're going to see some friends. You're going to see some family. Yeah. It is a very personal experience in a, and yeah. I mean that in the most positive way that, yeah. and I, it, it, like Tim said earlier, you know, you know, locally, regionally, you know, that's where we, in my mind, I think we really win and produce an incredibly, local and personal 
marathon experience that no, and that is no shade on, you know, Chicago or even a place like Kiowa where I don't, which is a smaller marathon, but it's still not as personal as Charlotte. And I mean that, that, you know, you're really going to come away with a different experience. If you haven't done Charlotte, I think you will pick up on that yourself. And I think that's one of the things that in my mind that when I talk to these people who've done Charlotte, three, four, five, you know, seven plus years, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, something's bringing them back. (laughs) And it ain't just because, you know, oh boy, I just want to run it again. There's a reason they're coming back. And it's because I think because of that, like I said, that personal ground level experience that they're getting, that they're not going to get at another place. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a really great way to put it. It It is a personal thing. I mean, you see, you know, you have people cheering for you in the neighborhoods. You have people that are out, you know, our start line, Um, you know, our, uh, the apartment complex that sits right above our start line, people come <laughs> out people. and the dogs and God they're drinking coffee them, right? and they're yelling at it. people, you know, it's great. And, you know, you do, you hear your name as you cross the finish line, you know, in a good hugs way. and high fives right there. <laughs> in, a good way, right? in, a, in a very good way. In a good way. Yeah, in a good way. <laughs> All right, Elena, we are looking forward to 2023. I know we're already yeah. planning and discussing ideas and looking at spaces and places and trying to figure out how to make it bigger and better. And uh, we just are so happy and blessed that you're part of the team and, and such a creative, wonderful, smart mind. And um, you really make the, the team a lot more fun and you make the team better. And so thanks for all you do. And uh, thank y'all. We hope you're, transferring days are over so you can make <laughs> charlotte home uh we're in charlotte there's no more moving it um we're here for good our roots are down very good house is bought it. you know kids in school there you go <laughs> there man you go. there you go all right yeah. elena williams folks thank you for your time and uh we look forward to seeing you again of course thank y'all bye now The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon and our partners at Pinnacle Financial and U.S. Bank. Running Around Charlotte is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. New episodes are available every week anywhere you listen to podcasts.